What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Healthy and Tone Radio with your host, Darren Batman McDuck. And now, prepare to get fat. Hey, 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 what's cracking? Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Healthy and Tone Radio. I'm your host, Darren McDuffie. And tonight, we're going to have a really good show. I'm already claiming it. Uh, my intention is to have a great show, and we'll be talking to uh, Dr. Michael Wolfell in regards to dietary supplements. There's a lot of supplements out there that are going around. Most people are purchasing supplements from Walmart, Target, different places, different outlets, and, and many people have no idea what's in the supplement. So we'll be talking about that. But before I get um, uh, Michael on the show what I wanted to do is just remind you of last week's show. I had a very good show with um, Hannah Crum talking about kombucha. Uh, for those of you who are listening to the show and are not familiar with what kombucha is, it's a fermented tea and it's very good for your digestion. I actually reunited with kombucha. I had a question for Hannah last week in regards to fluoride being in tea, and she convinced me that I should go back to drinking kombucha because I was in love with the stuff before I found out something about fluoride in the tea. And if you are hesitant to try the tea because of what you heard, then you may want to go back and listen to that show. And that was last week's show. And all the shows can be listened to through either Blog Talk Radio iTunes, you can become one of my subscribers in iTunes or Stitcher. And I'm going to be uh, expanding into some other platforms. I'll just have to do some research to find out where I can uh, upload that feed and, and provide other platforms that you can listen to uh, the show on. And then all the shows, again, are located in those um, locations. And you can listen to my very first show up to the current one, which I'm doing tonight with Dr. Michael. So please become a subscriber, expanding the community. The radio show is gaining a lot of momentum, and I'm looking forward to doing some more shows in November. I'm booking guests right now. And then I think what I'll do is actually be taking uh, December off. I need some time to recoup, some time to catch on on reading books. There's a lot that goes into the show. You have to read the book. If I have a guest that has a book on and then you have to do the questions and sometimes you just need a break. So I think I'm going to take a break in December and then January of 2016. I've been saying this for the longest, but January of 2016, I really want to start doing two shows per week. And those shows will be on Mondays and Wednesdays. And hopefully somewhere in there, I'll be able to get an assistant who can kind of schedule this for me because right now, I'm actually doing everything. I'm doing the book reading, the interview questions, the scheduling. So hopefully at some point I'll be able to hand that over to someone else to help to help me 
do the interviews, well, not do the interviews, but schedule the interviews. And then I just get on and do the interviews and start doing two shows per week. And then from there, there's some other things that I have on my plate that I really want to do to help the community gain their health and vitality and wellness. So um, before I bring Dr. Walsh alone, I did a bio and I want to just read his uh, bio uh, Michael Wolfell is a naturopathic uh, doctor. Dr. Wolfell received his medical education from Indiana U- University and then pursued a degree in naturopathy. He completed his degree in naturopathic studies from International University. Dr. Wolfell spent time in the Peace Corps where he developed nutritional programs to improve learning capabilities. He w- was also instrumental in developing the first nutritional program for mentally retarded adults based on whole food, and we'll be talking about that tonight. He's a staunch advocate of whole food nutrition. Dr. Wolfell said it's not about the numbers or how much we consume of a vitamin or mineral, but what form it is in. True superfoods automatically provide synergistic relationships between vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and phytochemicals that the body can use. So without further ado, let me bring on Dr. Michael Wolfell. Dr. Wolfell, are you there? Yeah, Darren, I'm here. Good to be with you. Thank you. Welcome to Perfectly Healthy and Tone Radio. I hope that intro wasn't too long for you, but I had to get, no, that's some, fine. Stuff out, get some stuff yeah. out into the air. And um, I actually good. I actually found some information on you online and did the bio myself. So I hope I, I got everything correctly and was able to put it into the uh, the correct form. Pretty good. Yeah, not, not no complaints. <laughs> Great. Great, great. Well, um, tell us a little bit about you're the staff naturopathist for a company called Purium right now. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, I've been, in fact, um, I was a part of actually creating the company back in 2004 when it, when it mm-hmm. launched. And mm-hmm. our whole goal was to try and get whole food nutrition to as many people as we could because it's, 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 it's a tough road to try and sell products through health food stores these days unless you've got a huge bankroll because these big companies like Whole Foods and, you know, Sprouts and, and the other ones who, you know, have many, many, many stores, I mean, they, they, want, they want so much that, you know, unless you really are well-funded, I mean, you can't even afford to do business with these people. And and then the other the other issue, like you said, you know, a lot of people are you know buy their supplements from Walmart or Target or, or Rite Aid or Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of people that actually you know go to places like Whole Foods and Sprouts and Vitamin Cottage and you know the different chains, Earth Earth Fair in, in the South. And the the challenge is, you you go into a supplement uh, department and you might have four or five gondolas with hundreds and hundreds of products, labels just looking at you. And it's, it's, it's very confusing. Now, not only is it confusing just to look at the labels, unless you happen to know exactly what you want and you walk to it, and that's mm-hmm. lucky if you can find it because they keep moving things around. But the, the biggest problem is, is the FDA allows so much junk to be put into supplements as well as food and when you use less than 2% of some of these substances, you don't even have to list them on the label. And these kind of things include hydrogenated vegetable oil, plastic, mm-hmm. ground glass. Now, they're putting, this, they're putting those kinds of things not only in supplements but in drugs. They're putting it in cake mixes. 
And there's nothing healthy about this stuff. And people say, well, why, why do they add them? They're called tableting aids. They allow the product to be made easier. It's, they're not called, this makes the product better aid. They're mm-hmm. called tableting aids. So in other words, they're only in there to lower the cost of manufacturing. There's no other reason. And it's well, at the expense of the consumer taking in things in their bodies, thinking it's healthy, and then they, they find out they're eating plastic. Mm-hmm. What are some of those substances? Because when you look on the back of a um, a supplement, let's say um, uh, vitamin C or something of, of that nature, what are something that consumers should be looking for? What are those? Well, for example, you'll see you'll see you'll see words like um, magnesium stearate. That's a pretty common additive mm-hmm. that's actually a lubricant. Now that's hydrogenated vegetable oil. That's what it is. I mean, you can you can go online and search it. You won't find the answer, but you go buy a box of the stuff, and it says clearly what's what's in it. And it's actually genetically engineered because they're using cottonseed oil or soy oil or canola, which are all genetically engineered. And then you'll see things like um, modified cellulose. Now, if you see the word vegetable cellulose, that's okay because that's probably like some kind of guar gum, acacia gum, something like that. But if it says modified cellulose or just the word cellulose, that's actually polyvinyl pyrrolidone, which is plastic. Hmm. I don't know about you, Darren, but I don't want to eat plastic. No, I don't want to eat plastic either. And it was just a while that I became educated. I remember uh, watching a documentary called Bigger, Stronger, Faster. And for those of you who are out there listening, you can go on YouTube and view the documentary for free. But I was kind of blown back by the fact that it was a gentleman who what he did in that documentary was he just went and picked some migrant workers off the street he printed up some labels some really fancy nice looking labels and he placed them on bottles and he was in business he had a supplement company and is it it that easy for someone to come up with their own supplement um michael well that's the problem that you just hit the big nail on the head darren there's really very little legislation that protects the consumer. Now, I'm not really opposed to that. I mean, we got enough government. But the fact is, is that we live in a world right now where ethics are not what you call at the top of the line. And greed is pretty prevalent. And so companies can... Um, can almost do almost anything they want. Now, if they do something that's dangerous and it starts causing problems, well, you know, that, that's going to be a red flag, and, and, and that can be an issue. And, and, and things, um, no, normally the way things happen is, is big pharma is usually the way that companies come under fire mm-hmm. because, you know, they want to control everything. But the the reality is is there are, there are a, there's a lot of products out there that really aren't that healthy, um, and so it's really the consumer beware. You really have to uh, you have to know what you're doing, and you know, and so that's that's part of what we're trying to educate people right now about is that you know, don't just assume because a product has a good label, um, you know, it's pretty that uh, you know, 
that means the product is good. It doesn't mean that at all. You still have to know what you're dealing with. Now, I'll tell you one of the big problems. You see, for example, one of the reasons I've been with, with Purium and the, and the company that, that owns it, which is called Organic by Nature, I've been with them going on almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Now, we are a privately owned, family-run company. There's two people that basically own 90% of the business. Um, and they have a few, you know, silent investors. But, I mean, we're not owned by Procter & Gamble. We're not owned by some holding company up in Canada. And what you're going to find today, Darren, is that the majority of companies that are in the industry today, and I've been in, I've been in the health food industry for 35 years. Mm-hmm. started when I was two years old, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and um, 30 years ago, most companies were family-run. There were very few corporations that were involved in in getting, in, you know, in, in in owning supplement companies. Well, that's changed because the pharmaceutical industry saw the handwriting on the wall, and they see that more and more people, consumers, are looking at alternative ways of getting healthy. Mm-hmm. And so they have started buying into our industry. I mean, for an example, I mean, Procter & Gamble now owns one of the old, not old, I mean, it's, it's only about, it's, it's about 25 years old. But they, they bought a fairly reputable company uh, about a year and a half or two years ago. You know, and I mean, so that's, that's a big inroad. I mean, the, Procter & Gamble is a huge drug company. I mean, they make all sorts of stuff that isn't exactly healthy, you know. And so when you have that kind of influence in, in the, the, the products, you really have to scratch your head and say, well, you know, what's really in this? I mean, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the products. I'm just saying these guys are in business to make a profit. That's their, that's their motivation. You know, our mm-hmm. motivation is we want to help people. And, I mean, we may not be making, you know, six figures and uh, driving, you know, Mercedes. But the reality is, you know, I sleep pretty good at night, and uh, I feel pretty happy knowing that we're helping people learn about good, solid nutrition and, and getting themselves healthier. Because, you know, you've heard of the, the, the standard American diet known as SAD. You yes. know, most people don't even know that going to McDonald's or Kentucky Fried Chicken is not a good food choice. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't even know that. A lot of people don't know that drinking two or three cans of soda a day is, is bad for you. And so th- there's a lot of education going on, and that's really that's, that's sort of the, where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, and uh, I did a blog not long ago. It's probably, maybe last year or something, and I remember doing the research for that blog. And one of the things I found out, and I, I come from the background of big pharma. I used to be a pharmaceutical representative, but okay, one of the one of the things that I found out was that even with supplements, big pharma has a lot of the lobbyists actually pushing towards where. There's going to be. Uh, they're trying to do this. They've been trying to do this for years to push where yep. there has to be some regulation on supplements. Um, yep. Have you heard anything about that? And what is the the far-reaching implications of that? Well, the, the, there's what's called Codex, which has been mm-hmm. in the works for years, um, and that's uh, that got started in, in Europe. 
and uh, who knows if it's ever going to hit our shores. I mean, they keep talking about doing it, but there, there's there's so much confusion that, you know, I mean, at this point, it doesn't seem to be a real super problem, but, I mean, if it comes to it, it could really, it could really be, it could make buying health products rather challenging. Now, one thing that will never be controlled is real food. Well, I mean, they're trying to control it, you know, through genetic engineering. But, I mean, if you, you know, more and more people are, are starting their own gardens in their backyard. You know, more people are buying things at farmer's markets. You know, and so, in other words, people are learning that they have to go back to the land, that, you know, they have to get simple again. And, uh, you know, and that's really where we come into play. I mean, the nice thing about Purium is that we primarily sell products that are just simply what are called superfoods. So they're, 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 they're concentrated whole foods. We don't make medical or, or, or you know, nutritional claims about them other than just what they have. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we try and, I always say, our goal is to do as little as possible, which just simply means that we're just simply trying to find the best high-nutrient, low-calorie food and process it minimally so they can still travel in a, in a, you know, in a package you know, from one side of the country to the other. So that's really the goal. It's just to, to try and get people solid nutrition because they're not getting it when they walk into the grocery store. Yeah. Now, now, uh, Michael, I interview quite a few bit of people, and there's always just seems to be this little, little argument, uh, so to speak, where. Some people are saying to to use supplementation, and some people are saying that it's impossible to get everything that we need from food. What What is your take on that? Well, here's the deal. I personally think that if you've got your own garden in your backyard, if you've mm-hmm. got some chickens and a goat or a cow, you're probably in good shape. You know, in other words... If you've got a greenhouse where you're growing stuff year-round, I'd say you don't probably need anything else if you're really consistent with it. But the reality is um, that's not practical for most people. And furthermore, the, the challenge we've got is most of the food that is grown is grown in California. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying, you know, there's stuff, some things are grown in Florida, there's things grown in Maryland during the summer and things like that, but I mean, a majority of of what the the nation eats is actually coming from California. And of course, you know, we, we've got some drought problems. But the reality is, if, if you take, studies show that if you take an organically grown head of lettuce, romaine lettuce and pick it and hydrocool it immediately within 24 hours it's already declined 50% in vitamin C vitamin uh, uh, A I mean in other words it it loses nutrition quickly Mm -hmm. so considering that they're going to pick something like this in 
the you know the the, the farmland up in northern California, and they're going to ship this to uh, Georgia or Boston or or Miami. I mean, you know, it could take three or four days. I mean, who knows what's still going to be in it? So that's the problem, and that that's really why it's almost imperative to um, to use superfoods because superfoods at least. In other words, like, for example, let, let's just take a, an easy thing to deal with. Like, we have a product that's called Kamut Blend. Now, Kamut is a non-hybrid form of wheat. So, basically, it's, it's like wheatgrass. And it has mm-hmm. some alfalfa juice in it and also some oatgrass juice. Now, what we do is we are harvesting that grass when it's very young, before it starts the jointing stage where it starts to grow the stalk that that supports the grain. And so what you're getting is fresh wheatgrass juice. So that juice, that 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 cereal grass is immediately juiced and it goes through a, dra- a vacuum drying process. Uh, within the whole thing takes less than a couple minutes. So in other words, before a couple minutes is over, you've got a powdered product that will stay fresh as long as it stays dry. And once you add water back to it, you reconstitute it. And it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's as good enzymatically as fresh wheatgrass juice, but it's probably doggone close, and it's going to have more nutrients because we're growing the stuff in the, in the ground, in, in volcanic, uh, organic volcanic soil, not in some shallow tray for seven days. So we may not be, quote-unquote, as fresh, but we're going to be pretty fresh, and we're also going to have a lot better nutritional profile than what you're going to get for growing it in just a shallow tray. So, um, you know, that's the kind of thing that we do. So, in other words, even though, you know, we're going to ship that, that bottle from Long Beach, California, all the way to Florida or to Bangor, Maine, the reality is, as long as it stays dry and relatively cool, it's going to stay fresh. And so you, you're not getting into that oxidation process uh, when you're dealing with, like, live food that's just being, you know, stored. So that's, yeah. Yeah. So um, here's the thing, too, that startled me in jumping back into just a dietary supplement versus, you know, whole food nutrition was that, what I found out was a lot of the dietary supplements that are out there, they are not researched fully before they actually hit the shelves. What's been your yep. your experience with that? Oh, totally. There's lots of there's lots of stuff out there that there's absolutely no research on, and almost anyone can bring to market a product. That's part of the problem. So not only do you not really know what you're getting, but you don't really know even who made it. I mean, for example, you know, you walk into a typical store today, I don't care if you go to look at it, supplements or mayonnaise or, you know, cake mixes or whatever, mm-hmm. and you read on the, the back of the back panel, and you're going to find very few products that say manufactured by. Almost everything is going to say manufactured for, exclusively distributed by, exclusively formulated for. In other words, these nice euphemistic terms that mean everything but manufactured by, which means that they had somebody else make it for them. See, our company actually, for many years, and we still do this, 
we we produce over a hundred products for ninety different companies. So we make a lot of products for other people because very few people have their own manufacturing plant. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, unless you really know what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with, you're not even sure what these guys are putting in your products. Yeah. And we have um, people that come to us and say, well, I just want cheap, you know? And so mm-hmm. you say, well, wait a second, what do you mean you just want cheap? You know, well, <laughs> you know, and we'll make almost anything that somebody wants because we're not putting our name on it. And we know if we don't make it, they're going to go somewhere else and get them to make it. But the reality yeah. is that's part of the problem is that there's uh, – there's just not a lot of uh, checks and balances. So it really boils down to the consumer beware. How, uh, Michael, how prevalent is that? Because I've heard that um, there's a ton of supplements out there, but there's only a few uh, people that are making them, a few manufacturers that are actually making them. How, how prevalent Correct. is that? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. You, you, don't, you don't even have to ask me this question. All you got to do is go to any health food store or, or go to, you know, Walgreens or, or Walmart and just go and walk down the aisles of supplements, walk down the aisles where they have, you know, um, mayonnaise, ketchup, things like that, and just start looking at labels. You will see very few products that actually say manufactured by. That's the problem. Wow. Um, for those out there, I see some people on the switchboard. If you're out there listening on your computer and have a question, call in 646-716-9371. If you're on the switchboard and you have a question, just hit 1, and I'll see you there, and I'll bring you on. And, again, for those out there in Radio Land, the number is 646-716-9371. got a couple more minutes in the show, so if you have a question, please uh, call in. Um Getting back to uh, one of the things that I used to do a lot of was uh, what I, I term to call bodybuilding supplements. And yeah. what I found out is they are notorious for using, um, and I know one of the things that I came into contact with was like aspartame or sucralose, which are, you know, artificial sweeteners. Yeah. But um, it seems like the fitness world, bodybuilding world, is notorious for making these cheap Cheap supplements and, and 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 bringing like astrological prices. They mark them up a, a ton. Um, can we talk a little bit about why is that more prevalent in the fitness industry? But I guess it's prevalent everywhere. Well, no, it is. I think it is more prevalent in the fitness industry, and there's a reason mm-hmm. for that because you know I remember years ago I worked at a health food store, big health food store, and we sold a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we had a product that had a picture on the front of this muscle-bound guy with, you know, muscles coming out of his earlobes. I mean, you know, he was, he was, well, he was well proportioned. Mm-hmm. And the product itself was expensive. And about 85 to 90% of the product was maltodextrin, which is, is basically sugar. I mean, it's cheap. Um, and I think that at that time that was selling for like 24 bucks. This was back in the 80s. And that was a lot of money back then. And it had a few other things. But, I mean, the majority of the product was basically sugar. But, you know, it was in a big container and it had this picture of this guy on the front. And so people, guys would walk into there, even women, you know, they'd look at that and they'd say, oh, I'm going to buy this because I'm going to look like this. You know, and they would buy it. And, sure, it tasted good because it's mostly sugar. And they had no idea if it worked or not. You know, because, I mean, most of the people, 
you know, are going to be exercising anyhow. If you're the only way to gain muscle is really by exercising, <laughs> you know, and 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 hopefully eating decent food. So in a way, it didn't hurt them, but it was a waste of money, and they were certainly putting a lot of junk in their body that they their body didn't need. So you know, but I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff in in sports nutrition, and there's absolutely no checks and balances. Yeah, they got me a few times. I remember using fat burners and stuff like that because oh, yeah. I, I, would, I would always look at magazines, those bodybuilding magazines, and, and, and the same thing that you just mentioned, I would say, oh, my God, I want to look like that. Right, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, they just say yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it works on everybody. It worked on me. Um, one of the big things that's come to the forefront of nutrition right now is genetically modified organisms. And, yeah. again, doing research um, a few few years back and even to the present day, I've been noticing that a lot of companies are using genetically modified ingredients. Actually, you, you just we talked about it at the beginning of the show, um, but let's talk a little bit more about the danger of these genetically modified uh, ingredients in, in supplements. Well, the, the bottom line is, it's probably you know, I walk into health food stores, and uh, I'll say to the people that work there, I'll say, well, how many um, how many products do you think you have on your shelf that contain genetic engineered ingredients and you know what the answer is that most people give 90 percent they know wow. they know what's in this stuff because natural vitamin e is, is derived from soy soy is a very popular genetic engineered food um vitamin c natural vitamin c ascorbic acid is derived from corn and corn is also a genetically engineered food now, if they contain magnesium stearate, then the chances are they're going to have either cottonseed or, or uh, canola oil, you know, or more corn oil or soy oil or something like that added. So these people know, the, the, the people that work at these stores know what's in this stuff. And, um, and the tragedy is, is the consumer buys a supplement thinking this is healthy and it's going to help me feel better. And yet they're putting something in their body that actually could be very detrimental. Now, one of the blessings that's happened, I'm sure you're aware of all of the um, right-to-know legislation over the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you know, Monsanto and the uh, food manufacturers, you know, I mean, they pumped in millions of dollars versus less than 1% that amount of money that was raised by the people trying to get labeling laws. But here's the thing that's really cool, Darren, is before any of these campaigns started, before there was any votes, studies show that less than 15% of the population even knew that genetic engineered food existed, and they certainly didn't know what it was. Today, even though all of those votes were turned down and we haven't won any labeling laws yet, right now in the United States, it's estimated that over 90% of the population know that genetic engineered products are in foods and they know that they're not good. They don't know why they're not good, but they know they're not good. And the reality is, is the jury's out. I mean, I'm not going to say they are terrible. What I'm going to say is, there is no conclusive evidence indicating that they're good, and all indications are that they're harmful from the studies that have been done and this kind of stuff. 
and so, but it's it's all about the bottom line. You know, it's just it's 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 a greed factor. I mean, it's it's incredible what um, what marketing does because that's really what it is. It's just marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like we just talked about uh, sports nutrition and how I was fooled until I started getting deeper into nutrition, and now I don't spend that much money on supplements at all, sports nutrition supplements. Um, we glanced over this, and you talked about just just uh, uh, briefly, but I wanted to hit on this um, specifically. It's vitamin C because a lot of people use vitamin C for it's you know cold season coming up. I, not here in Florida, we don't actually have a cold season, but you have people who are out there listening who may be uh, getting into fall and then they'll get into winter and they'll be having colds. Right. But let's go back and talk about vitamin C. It's not not really vitamin C; it's actually something else. So talk about that. Right. Well, the, 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 the yeah, exactly. Okay, back in the 1930s. Albert St. Georgi, who was a Hungarian scientist, he was living in uh, Woods Hole uh, in Cape, near Cape Cod, and um, he actually discovered a substance that later be- was known as ascorbic acid. And he found it in little red peppers. Peppers are very high in vitamin C. Well, what Dr. St. Georgie discovered was not only that there was an active component called ascorbic acid, but he discovered that when he took the red pepper apart, he had like a hundred different components in there. And his, what he wrote in his own paper, because he won a Nobel Prize, that he could take red pepper apart and he could have all these components, but he said, I can't put it back together any more than Humpty Dumpty is going to be put back together. So in other words, we can we can dissect food, but we can't put it back together. We do not know how to create food. And the reason we do not know how to create food is because we don't understand what's actually holding it together. And what's holding it together is energy. And we 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 don't we don't have even even equipment to measure that kind of energy. So that's part of the problem. But the main thing that he discovered that impacts all the people that use ascorbic acid. And Linus Pauling did a lot of research on this too, is that a small, small bit of the vitamin C extract from the red pepper was all that it took to actually reverse bleeding gums. Hmm. But yet, if he used ascorbic acid, he had to use hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of milligrams to even get a slight reaction. Now, he also went on to study that if right now, if you haven't had anything to eat and you put 1,000 milligrams of ascorbic acid in your, in, your, in your mouth and drink some water, studies show that in two hours or less, 980 milligrams or 98% of that ascorbic acid you will have already put into the Florida sewer. That's how fast it leaves your body. Mm. Now, you take cranberry extract or pepper extract or cabbage extract or we have a product called Amla Vitamin C, which is the Indian gooseberry or Kamu Kamu. I mean, there's lots of whole foods that have a lot of vitamin C. Oranges 
even though the Florida Citrus Commission has done a great marketing job, oranges do not have as much vitamin C as, as even cabbage. But, you know, it's still good food. So the point is, though, is that when you take a whole food concentrate that has vitamin C, studies show that after 72 hours, not two hours, after 72 hours, your body has utilized 98% and only excretes 2% or less. So in other words, if you take 25 milligrams of a whole food concentrate that 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 has vitamin C in it, studies show that after 72 hours, your body will have used... 22 and a half milligrams of that. Whereas if you took 1,000 milligrams of ascorbic acid, you're only going to get utilization on 20 milligrams. But the most important fact is your body had to do a lot of work fast to get rid of, to excrete 980 milligrams of something that didn't want in the first place. If you can get rid of something in, 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 uh, in two hours or less, that's pretty toxic. So, I mean, that that's the bottom line right there. I mean, it's just food is... Food is, is, is what we're supposed to be eating. Yeah. So riddle me this. Um, with this ascorbic acid, you mentioned before that it can be derived from corn. Can that most of corn... It, yeah, most of, it's, most of it's going to be corn, and most of it's going to be genetically engineered, unless it says organic corn. Or that there was is my a, question. I think, yeah. Well, no, you're, they're not using organic corn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if they were, it's going to be big on the label. Now, there, right. there is, I believe, one or two vitamin C products. I, I know there's one vitamin C product that's actually made from tapioca. Now, that's not going to be genetically engineered, but it's still going to be in isolated form. So your body's right. still not going to absorb it. That's the problem. You know, there's a great book out, Darren. It's, it's been out for years. It's called The Real Truth of Vitamins and Antioxidants by Judith DeCava. And mm-hmm. anyone who reads, you can get that from Barnes & Noble. You can get that from Amazon. Um, you can get it from the Price Wet uh, Pottinger Foundation. But it's a great book because it shows in scientific terms why you want to get your nutrition from food, not from chemicals. Yeah, and that was going to be my question. And, and, and in any event, like I said at the beginning of the show, you have people who are going into a Walmart or a Target and buying supplements and they're, um, the supplements are not what I would consider quality supplements. But is, am I correct when I say that, or am I? Well, just yeah, yeah, but they may not be. I hate to say this, but you know, they may not be any any worse than uh, something you get at a health food store. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I mean, that is the problem because, like I said, even the people that work at these stores now recognize that a lot of what they sell is genetically engineered. What, Michael, what about uh, doctors and nutritionists? You have a lot of nutritionists out there and doctors who are prescribing supplements because everybody's realizing that may, we may not be able to get everything from food. Are they prescribing or, uh, or pointing patients towards supplements that may not, may, may be genetically modified or may not really Absolutely. be Absolutely. Yeah, no, doctors, I mean, just from my experience of, of when I went to medical school, there's, there's, they don't teach anything about nutrition. That's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And so it's still not. If, I have a, I have a couple relatives that are medical doctors that you know have gone to school a lot more recently than I did, and uh, they say the same thing that you know, there's no, uh, they they didn't. There were no, there were no classes that were that were required about uh, nutrition. 
In other words, if they wanted to take something fine, but it wasn't it wasn't part of the curriculum. Yeah, many people don't know that. Many people think that doctors come out with all this nutritional background, and a lot of them don't know anything about nutrition. I found that firsthand out. Nothing. Uh, they know nothing. Yeah. No, in fact, some of yeah. them will either, I mean, some, I mean, there are people who um, who are on limited, you know, dietary intake because of a condition they have. Maybe they're they're on chemotherapy or something, and they they give them insure. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was I was just thinking about that as you were saying it, and I've seen that. Yeah, I mean, and, and so many times. Insure is pure crap. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's mostly sugar. I mean, why would you give someone? I mean, that's just that's horrendous. Yeah, yeah, and I had a friend that died of cancer, and I remember him putting a picture on uh, Facebook, and that's what the doctor prescribed her. And I mean, all I could do is actually just uh, shake my head. Yeah. Um, my, my last question for you is, if we're not able to get these uh, nutrients from the supplements that we're taking and we're able to get these superfoods, a lot of people don't know anything about superfoods, kind of go into that a little bit about what superfoods are. You, you explained something about Kamut, and what are the other superfoods that are out there? That well, people like can- things like, like spirulina, like I mentioned, amla, amla vitamin C which is an Ayurvedic herb that's been around for thousands of years, um, things like that um, are considered superfoods. So in other words, a superfood is really anything that has an exceptionally rich nutritional profile with low mm-hmm. calories. So in other words, it's giving you what you need. That's, that's you know, without... See, most people, in fact... Uh, an interesting uh, an interesting statement is you know obesity is out of sight right now i mean fifty uh, percent of the population is obese worldwide and um what a lot of people don't realize is obese people are starving to death they're actually hungry because they've been eating empty calories they've been eating high calorie low nutrient food right and so what we're talking about is reversing that eating high nutrient low calorie food. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. I mean, people have lost weight just by doing that, eating high-nutrient, low-calorie food. They're no longer hungry all the time because their cells are being nourished. Now, some people who have been on really bad diets for a long time, they've got to do some cleansing. You know, they've got to, they've got to purge themselves of, of the junk that they've been in. Before, because their cells aren't even used to absorbing nutrients, so that's that's another and that's a whole another topic we could talk about, you know, for hours. Right. But, I mean, you, you're, obviously, your digestion's got to be working. You know, you've got to have if if you're if you're always dealing with high levels of stress, you know that that um, that has a in fact stress will do more um, damage to your body than eating a McDonald's every day. Yeah, there's a, a lot ton of people, people don't know that. Yeah, a, everybody's pretty much stressed out and and gaining yeah. weight and all that other stuff. And I have one more question. This is something I wanted to touch on. I thought that was going to be my last question, but um, a lot of people out there are very dependent upon multivitamins. They're always saying that, hey, you know what? I need to take my multi because they feel that it is something that they can use as a safety net. But I mean. 
how good are the multivitamins out there right now? And if they aren't good, then what should you actually be taking? Well, that's a good question. We have a product, Imperium, that's called Best of Greens. And that is a combination of land and sea vegetables. So it's got got cereal grasses, it's got algaes, and that can be that can be very that that and I would say one of our vitamin C products would pretty much cover the bases. You have that you have that maybe two one one to three times a day, and uh, you're you're in pretty good shape. And 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 best of all, you're going to be absorbing what you uh, what you need. That's the best part. And those those actually come from whole foods. They're not coming from like a synthetic vitamin like Yeah, no, they're just they're just uh, foods. They're just concentrated okay. foods that have been that have been had the water taken out and a lot of the fiber taken out. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, a ton of people out there, uh, Michael, who are wasting money on in products like Geritol and, and different things. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that well, that yeah. stuff that's that's real nasty. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I cringe when I when someone asks me about that. I'm like, you got to get you some so a whole at least a whole food multi. So, yeah. um, but that's my last question for you. And if the people are interested in these these uh, superfoods, they can go. Is it Purim site is Purim dot com, and you you are it's actually Puri, it's actually puriumcorp dot com. Purium, puriumcorp dot com, and you're actually yeah, the staff. The staff, I'm a staff naturopath. naturopath, and you'll you'll see my picture and my my contact information right on the website. So you're welcome to send me an email if you. I prefer emails to phone calls just because we've gotten pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, and this is one thing that I I wish more nutritional supplement companies would offer someone there who is can kind of guide you. And that was one of the things that kind of jumped out to me about you know about Purim, but. Dr. Michael, I thank you for being on. This was a very educational My show. My pleasure. Sure it's been, it's, I, I've, I've enjoyed it, and I hope that hope we've helped some people learn some things. I'm sure we did. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate okay. it. Okay. Hey, God bless. Night. Keep up the good work. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. All right. So that was a pretty power-packed show for those people out there who listen to the show, and you are um, – purchasing supplements, I would advise you to check the label on your supplements. And if you can, get your stuff from food. It'll make a world of differences, a difference, and your body knows how to use food. It doesn't really know how to use anything else, and that's one of the things that stall out. And if you're one of those people out there who are actually uh, selling products, then please know what's in your supplements. I get a ton of people who approach me all the time to sell different supplements, and half of them don't know what's in the supplement, and when I go to check it out, that's one thing I'm really adamant about. If I go in there and I don't feel like the ingredients are up to par, I don't have any interest, sorry to say, but I'm just not going to put my name and my reputation on something that does not have up to par ingredients in it. So if you are out there selling something and you're getting in these um, MLM-type things, then please know what you're selling. A lot of people get in these things, and then they find out later that, um, the product is not what it seems to be, and it has a lot of uh, ingredients in there that are, are pretty uh, haphazard. And I've been approached by tons of people since being in this nutrition and wellness thing who come to me again with products that are not up to par. And I just tell them, hey, this this doesn't kind of vibe with what I'm I'm looking to vibe with. So I end up kind of stepping away from it and um but like I said, I'm very adamant about what I put in my body, and I'm very adamant about what I would recommend to anyone else 
who is putting in your body. And I just think that things need to be pure. And there's a lot of things out there that you can find that are pure um, that you can you don't have to cut corners. So um, next week's show, and this show, again, is in our archive. Next week's show, I'm going to do a show with Rick Gold. He's a, a functional diagnostic uh, nutritionist. And we'll be talking about a, a myriad of things, a manoodle of things, and um, more so fatigue. A lot of people are battling fatigue, and a, a ton of people out there who are tired all the time, either tired and wired, and don't know why they're like that. And many of them think that it's normal just to be able, just to be tired when they wake up in the morning. You should feel rested when you're in the morning. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. And, again, go back to last week's show. I had Hannah Crum on. We talked about kombucha. If you don't know how to make kombucha, she has a free recipe on there. It's in the show notes, um, and she mentions, mentions it on the show as well, uh, how to make your own kombucha. I know sometimes you go into Whole Foods and you're looking at spending $4 or something on a bottle of kombucha, but you can make this stuff at home. It was a truly, truly entertaining show just like this one, and go back and check that in the archive. So next week, same fat time. Same fat channel, Rick Gold, functional diagnostic nutritionist. We'll be talking about stress and fatigue. I'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Peace and love, y'all. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.